it's spoiler in time. And, and if I could explain it to you very quickly, spoiler in time is where we get to watch shows. Cause we have this other show cord killers. You probably seen where we figure out what's out there to watch and we watch it. And we come here and we talk about it this week. We'll talk about Miami vice season three, episode seven, El Viejo starring Willie Nelson. Uh, also starring Steve Buscemi. Oh my God. Uh, Moon Knight season one, episode three and Picard season two, episode seven. I'm Tom Merritt. He's Brian Brushwood. Dude, I am fired up. I have so many hot takes. What are we starting with first? The coldest of them, Picard. <laughs> the <laughs> coldest of hot takes. <laughs> episode seven. Uh, let's get Picard out of the way because I, I have a feeling you and I are maybe of an accord about Picard. What, what did you think about this episode? I literally can't really tell you much of anything that happened during this episode, and I watched the whole thing fairly recently. I watched it with my full attention. You watched it today? Yes, I did. Uh, well, thank you for outing me. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I will say, boy, That's oh, boy, recently. did I love the opening scene. I, I, I was actually steeled to hate this episode because, like, they set it up so clumsily last episode by saying, I'm going to go inside Picard's mind. And I was fix like, oh, do you remember the, the classic TNG episode shades of gray where they ran out of money in the season? So they did a clip show where Riker is on a table remembering episodes from the first couple seasons. Oh, I don't, but it but almost felt like that, except they weren't clips. You know, it was all original, but I'm like, this is dangerously close to shades of gray. <laughs> uh, however, the first like three minutes I was already I, I can't say whether or not I love the episode, but I was very, very happy and confused when I hit play and suddenly Gaius Baltar is interviewing Jean-Luc Picard. It was amazing. Uh, uh, James Callis is the guy's name. And, and it made me think back to, I don't know why I blurted it out when we were talking about Loki, but I wish that Gaius Baltar was there. Uh, suddenly I remembered, yeah, because he's a lot like Loki. Loki. It's, it's amazing. Uh, and then at the end of it, uh, Jay Carnes, who is Dutch in The Shield, shows up. Um, if I did like this episode, Tom, I liked it for all of the wrong reasons, and I'm willing to own that. <laughs> <laughs> I That's liked it fine. because of actors that I know from other things. Uh, I was confused because IMDb told me. So first of all, Gaius Baltar shows up, uh, James Callis. And Eileen turns to me and goes, that's the guy from Battlestar Galactica. I'm like, no, 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 that's Alexander Siddig. He played Bashir on Deep Space Nine, but they look a lot alike. Uh, and then we kept watching it and kept watching it. And I'm like, look Were up you? on IMDb. IMDb tells me that this episode stars James Callis uh, as the psychiatrist, as well as Alexander Siddig. What? As Marcel Picard. However, I think that may have been a mistake because now that I'm looking at this episode's IMDb, it only shows James Callis as the cast. Yeah, I think IMDb is fueled by fans, uh, which are maybe there, not there as precise some, some as fan an AI. editing allowed. Uh, and I think other people made the same mistake. And the reason, one of the big reasons is they do, they do resemble each other. Uh, and they put Callis in the blue uniform that Alexander Siddig's character, Dr. Bashir, uh, would play. And they've done so many of these little cameos. I'm like, what a great way to get Bashir in here. Have him show up in Picard's imagination. But then they did the thing where, like, everybody confuses those two. Like, oh, is that the Bashir guy on Battlestar Galactica? No, it's a different actor. I, I, didn't, I didn't like it. 
Really? I didn't like that they did that until I found out that they actually didn't put Alexander Siddig in the show at all. And then I liked it. Okay. But when I thought they had Alexander Siddig play Marce- Maurice Picard later in the episode, I was like, why would they do that? But they didn't. Uh, so. Let's talk about the Romulan in the room. Um, you know. Oh, when- what a shock. Uh, when when Picard first said, hey, you're that chick I'm into in the future, and she said, no, I was like, whoa, I guess not. And then when she was in the subtitles, closed captioning English, says, speaks Romulan, I was like, well, that's weird if she's not that Romulan to be speaking Romulan. And then they kept framing shots of her hair over her ears so that they looked pointed even though they weren't. I thought that's a bit odd. Then she puts on a gizmo to go into Picard's mind that is literally the shape of a Romulan ear. <laughs> and then she takes it off to reveal her round ear and then does a magic gesture. And then it's a Romulan ear. So <laughs> overly good, complex. good job, you. You, 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 you. No. As much as I am enjoying the the nostalgic a- a- aspects of this uh i don't know where this plot is going and it's overly complex it doesn't i'm like why did we have to go through all these imaginary like memories of picard's mom just for him to come out with the advice of learn from your enemy like it seemed like overly complex just to deliver that little nugget to picard can i can i say something that I saw on a channel that is different from our channel. I suppose. I'm a fan of Red Letter Media, and the very first episode, they tried to think of the dumbest thing they could think of for Picard to do, and Rich Evans said, the Borg queen is his mom. And then this episode began with a queen who was his mom. Dangerously close. Uh, Dangerously close. I mean... If if one was truly cynical and I mean that's as that's as far as I could talk. I can't thinking, talk anymore. You're thinking there's a there's a body somewhere that a nanobot might have to. I I except don't, we're back I don't, in time. We're not that that matters. I, I am but uncomfortable. I've already to said too much. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. When they were doing the flashbacks in Picard's brain, I may have folded laundry. <laughs> um, yeah, I I I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then, as much as you were excited to see Dutch, I felt like that was kind of clunky too. Maha! I am an FBI detective, and Aha. now I'm your co-host. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. called law uh, enforcement, Tom. I think you. Well, I'm your... taking you downtown. <laughs> Let me explain also, what law enforcement does after I used it as an explanation. <laughs> also. They went through all this setup to open what looked like a bottle of Canar, but was like a special bottle that would call Q, and Q doesn't come, and instead the FBI does. Why? Because they couldn't afford Genie. Possibly. I don't know, man. I did like seeing uh, uh, Callus, and I was very glad when Maurice Picard showed up in the actual flashback and it wasn't Alexander Sinek because I would have been like, that would be really unnecessarily complex. Uh, uh, it is callous all the way through. So here's what it, Picard is. Picard is your, on your wedding night, your new bride's dad dancing. You don't get it. Mm. You don't understand what's happening. But you smile. 
but you smile and yep. you're happy that this moment is happening. That's yeah. Picard. All right. I like that. I think we could leave it there. That's Picard, season two, <laughs> episode seven. <laughs> 